Hello and welcome back to Pouring a Glass Pod. I'm Bailey. And I'm Annabelle. And this week we touch on a, a slightly more serious topic, but I think we really enjoyed it just because we talked about like some of the complexities behind the mother-daughter relationship and what that means and like a more Asian family culture, but also um, as we kind of like go through the generations and there's more blend in like Asian and Western culture, like kind of our background, um, how a lot of families kind of juggle that relationship. Um, and I think we we both love the movie Everything Everywhere All At Once and that was a big theme throughout that movie. So we definitely touch along upon that. And yeah, I feel like there's a meaty one. So we'll just get right into it. Very meaty one. Yeah. I was just talking to Annabelle about how hot it has been this weekend. Like, I have decided I'm not going outside before, like, 5 p.m. This just reminded me of, like, Vancouver had, like, a really, really fucking bad heat wave last summer. I don't know if we've talked about it. But the worst part is Vancouver, like, because it's not that hot, most places don't have ACs installed. So, like, my apartment didn't have an AC. Yeah, so there was no AC. That's Europe too. I remember so the summer hot. I was in Paris, there was no was AC. I was, I was like, literally dying. Like, how do people survive? I would, like, yeah. as the night would fall, I would, like, go sit on the balcony because I don't know. It was just way too hot. I don't enjoy. Yeah. Like, New York, that's crazy. There's no way. And yesterday I was, yeah, just so exhausted because, like, it just makes me so fatigued, yeah. and we had, like, birthday thing at night, and it was, like, in this part of, like, Brooklyn that I haven't been to. Oh, we still need to do July dump, which is really late. June dump. Fuck. I literally <laughs> forgot. Yeah, let's post that okay, before the down. next month. Let me, let me or this month. write that down. I'm dead. June dump. I haven't posted in a while. I'll make a joke about. We, we should do. We should do a screen no. for like Little Miss something. <laughs> oh my God, Little Miss! It's so funny. It's I'm, yeah. There's some very creative. No, I'll ones. make the caption Little Miss always yeah. late. Little Miss. Okay. Yeah, we can think of something. Okay, you know what? For August dump, I think I'll actually have content because I'll be back True. in Vancouver. My birthday yes. happened. <laughs> I can actually contribute. I know, <laughs> but no, like I feel like my birthday is time to take pictures because my hair is finally. Oh, a I can't wait for color. the birthday pics. Like, but no, like I feel like my birthday is time to take pictures because my hair is finally a stable color. Like, I oh my god, I still don't know what to wear. Like, is it extra that I want to like have a. Thing for a dinner and nope. the other thing you have to for, like, just it's blurb. the day to shine your day to shine where all the fits you have anyone listening doesn't know what we're talking about we do like we don't really love posting pictures of ourselves on our instagram or like anywhere really um our instagram is at pouring a glass pod but so we like have tried to like yeah. put out content of like to show, like, what we do, I guess, or, like, visualize things, because it's only voice, I guess, over a podcast, so, um, we try to sneak some pics in of, like, what we're doing, like, throughout yeah. the month, and, like, do a dump every month. <laughs> no, you do! And 
I always have like nothing to contribute because I always forget to take pictures where I am as well. I'm not a very good... No, I really wish I was better at it because like I love it when people take pictures. I feel like, okay, also because my... if You remember how shattered my camera is, right? Like on my phone. So the quality like is shit. So I don't want to... Like I wouldn't even want to... Um, I, did I tell you I wiped my Instagram page clean sometimes I think about doing that but then I actually like sometimes just, just look it. back on pictures just cause like my camera roll is just like there's too much like there's so much shit in there I just look at my archive and then like I have questions all the decisions I've made like my phone camera um, you know like the pictures like the iOS update like shows you Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yes, yes. I love those, actually. I see the picture of, like, us, um, your, your graduation picture mm. era. And I, like, I look at my hair, and I look at what I looked like, and I was like, holy shh, what was I <laughs> The <thinking>? blonde era. <laughs> no comment. Like, I feel like the blonde era was, like, good for maybe, yeah. like, two months in that whole year. The rest of the months, it no, was it not good. No, it looked really good. Like, it's just hard to maintain, I think that's why. I, like, look back at it, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no regrets, no regrets. <laughs> well, I mean, it's too late. I mean, okay, also, I feel like it was good and bad. It was bad because... It was good because... Good and bad the same thing. Like, it was quarantine time, so, like, yeah. nobody really got to see it. Yeah. So, like, when it was really bad, nobody saw it. But when it was really good, also, nobody saw it. Now we're back, and we can do whatever we want. And revamp ourselves almost. I've like mentally stabilized. I will be staying a dark brunette for a while. I hope no I promises. never get in the phase where I want to dye my hair. That's just like would not be good for me. I was in that phase for like literally two years. Yeah. It's just like when we get bored, we want to make changes. So I think that's why I'm in a tattoo yeah. phase. <laughs> No, I'm always, it's piercings, tattoos, or the hair. Like, one of the three things always they're like the, gets. Yeah, the easiest things we could do. That's like, okay. Yeah. What could we do here? <laughs> what are possibilities? We want to talk about everything okay. everywhere. I actually dreamt about it okay. yesterday for some reason. I don't what? know. What? I thought I was in it, but like, talked about what? it. What? Tell me about your dream. I don't know. If I just remember something about everything everywhere. Dude, I don't know why I'm still not dreaming. Or probably just because I don't remember. That's weird. I always dream. Like, I always have, like, very vivid dreams. And we were watching Doctor Strange earlier. Like, only a little bit of it. Um, oh, my God. Did you, like... Oh, did you finish no, it? No, no, no. We only watched, like, 40 oh, okay, minutes. Okay. And I fell asleep. Okay, I'll yeah. shut up. I'll shut up then. But... Um, I feel like so many shows and movies nowadays are about, like, the multiverse... Multiverse? Dude. Multiverse. I know. Like, multiverse? I say multi... I don't know. I don't... I don't really know. Um. And I had... I think... Also, I was reading this book called This Time Tomorrow that's also kind of about, like, different universes and, like, going back in time, like, changing things and stuff. And so, like, it's just, like, tripping me out. I think so many content I was consuming was about do you, it. Do you believe there's a multiverse? I, I believe it. I think there's parallel universes. Like, I want to know what Annabelle, like, on another Earth right? is doing. You know, like, I, 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 I'm... 
if but I have I the opportunity to look, I will. I kind of believe that, like, in my dreams, that's like the parallel universe. I don't know if I sound psycho. Isn't that isn't that like the Doctor Strange theory that your dream is supposed to be what you're? Yeah, yeah, in your dream. So I kind of believe that. Yeah, because okay, so off track, but um, back in maybe like middle school, high school, I remember I uh-huh. like dreamt that. I was, like, cleaning my old house with, like, everyone because we, like, do, like, yearly clean, like, spring cleaning with everyone. And then yeah. I was, like, dusting off, like, like under a bed or something. And I, I got, like, rashes. <laughs> in my, even in my dreams, I dream about rashes. And then in the morning, I had a rash, like, at the exact same spot. It was, like, an allergy rash. And I was, like... Did I dream about this? Because I didn't actually clean, but I had a rash on the exact same spot. So that's when I started to think, like, mm, interesting. <laughs> no, but, like, what if, you know, like, those horror dreams you have? Like, I literally dreamt once I was, like, being fucking hunted. Do you think that's real? Because if that's real, I feel very sorry for that other... For the other animal. Like, I did not feel Dude, I hope fine. Not. Bad. Okay, back on track. Back, on, back track. on track. Everything everywhere. Multiverse. Multiverse. Everything everywhere all yes. at once. Okay, I feel like we've been talking about doing this topic for a really long time, but it's also okay. Like I think we're gonna go about it not like super academic or like psychology type of way. It's more gonna be like our experiences and like maybe some. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But like just disclaimer that I won't be like academic psychology based. Like this is not like an, an analysis under deep subconscious or anything like that as much as I love those um this is not that but I think we've been talking about doing an episode about like relationships with your mothers for a very very long time yeah um and you know I do remember that after I saw that movie I think I said to you I was like oh my god like Mm -hmm. I think we need to do it because um it I think it really captured like the essence of like, what I think I was trying to get across when I first suggested the topic. Um, I feel like we've, we've talked about it on the pod before, right? Like, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie, if you haven't seen it, you really, really should go see it. Um, I, like, it's really, I, like, even though it has a very, very clear target demographic and, like, audience, I do think, like, there's something in there for everyone. Um Am I supposed to give us an synopsis of the movie? Like, sh- are, like, should we? Or maybe like, like very can't, briefly. We can't give away yeah. too much. So, so the mom is Evelyn. The daughter's Royce. That is Waymond. Um, and like they're a very typical like immigrant family. The daughter's like second gen. Mom is first gen, and they own like a little laundromat situation. And there's like really not much more I can say without giving it away. Yeah. But there's like. Like, if we don't give it away, how are we supposed to talk about it? Okay. Let's just say, if you haven't watched the movie and you don't want spoilers, just skip, skip like, 15, 20 minutes. Like, even, I feel like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But essentially, I think the most simple way to do this is that, like, Evelyn one day discovers that, whoa, there's a multiverse because Freeman from the Alphaverse (laughs) comes and finds her um, as she's about to go to, like, an IRS meeting. And he's like, we're all in danger because of Dobu Topaki, who's, like, um, created, like, a black hole in the Cupid and Everything bagel. Um, and, like, she's trying to destroy, destroy the universe, quote-unquote. 
Um, and then, ah, plot twist, Joker Topaki is actually Joy, Evelyn's daughter. And, you know, they go on this whole wild journey. Like, Joker Topaki is supposedly so powerful because Alpha Evelyn pushed Alpha Joy, like, too far in the study of, like, time jumping, which is their, like, way of going from one universe to another. So, um, Joy's, like, subconscious, like, fractured. I forgot what the exact term was. I watched it, like, two months ago. But her subconscious, like, fractured. And she now experiences everything in every universe all at once. Hence the title, everything everywhere, all at once. Um, and Evelyn, like, also does that, blah, blah, blah. They go on journeys. They kind of stop each other. But I think the bane or, like, the core of the story... There are many cores of the story. But, like, yeah. what's relevant to our story today... Today. ...is Evelyn and Joy's, like, interaction throughout the whole thing. And, like, Evelyn understanding Joy. Like, she created everything they told not to destroy everything, but because she was, like, feeling, I think, such, like, hopelessness almost from experiencing all of these things that she wanted to, like, not kill herself, like, yeah. cease to exist. Right, right. <laughs> that's a nicer way to put it. Um, so, like, that's what the movie is about. And I think, you know, different people get different things out of it, but I think why it really affected so many people and made you feel so much is because of the way they portrayed that, like, mother-daughter relationship specifically. Yeah, that was a good synopsis, but I remember listening to a podcast but with, like, Stephanie Shu, and she was saying that, like, her mom watched it and, like, immediately called her and just said, like, I'm sorry or something, and I feel like a lot of parents who watch, like, Asian Did parents, your mom watch it? I don't know. I didn't ask her about it. I made my mom watch yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Like, right after I watched it, I made my mom watch it. My mom, I think didn't quite understand the entire thing, but I think she got the gist of it, which was honestly the best I could have hoped for. Yeah. I feel like um, a lot of stuff, like, the parents are reluctant to almost, like, admit that they did something wrong. Because yeah. it's not like they did anything wrong, but it is, like, the realization that, like, hey, I could have been better to, like, my kids yeah. in certain ways. Yeah, so I don't yeah. blame parents for not wanting to admit that, but it's, like, a good... It's Because I think it's tough. I would say tough. there's, like, probably residual trauma from, like, their parents, but I think Asian parenting does tend to have, like, some patterns and not all good. Okay. How... Before we, like... Should we talk about our relationships with our yeah. moms? Yeah. I was gonna say. Do you wanna go? I think before that, also, I think only recently with, like, I think being exposed to more materials about why our relationship with parents are so, like, prominent in our lives. And I think because I went to, like, therapy last year and um, just learned more about, like, attachment styles and, like, how the way, like, we interact with the world, it's because of our parents and the way they've talked to us. And actually, I think there's a study or a book called um, Whole Something. Okay, I'm not even going to mention it because my friend told me, but I don't remember. <laughs> but there has been studies where, like, by the age of three, like, you have established a way that you, like, survive in this world. And a lot of it is, like, your That's personality so and, like, your communication yeah. style, the way you, like, form relationships. And that mostly is, like, from your mom and your dad or, like, whatever parental figure, like, raised you. Um, so I think I've, like, started to pick up things, like, I've learned from my parents that's like good and bad um but with my mom I think like we don't have that like bestie relationship 
I think I go to her only for certain things. Um, like, I only talk to her about, like, fashion-related things or life-related things. Nothing, like, career or academic. She doesn't really, like... She's not a great listener, which I think has been a problem recently. Because um, I just feel like she doesn't know much about my life. And, like, she does only selectively hear things she wants to, like, yeah. she cares about. I do think there's a lot of things that I can do to, like, improve my relationship with my mom. Um, so hopefully, like, going back to Taiwan this time around, I can slowly form that. But Wait, when are you going back? In December. And she's visiting in <gasps> October, so I'll see her. Right. Then. I do know that yeah. she's visiting. So Did you see, like, that relationship shifted as you, like, grew older? Or do you think that's, like, how it's always been, even when you were a teenager? I think it definitely changed. I think all of us go through, like, I think all of us go through a shift in, like, our relationships with our parents, like, as we, like, hit 18. Yeah. I don't even necessarily think it's, like, an age thing. I think it's ever since I went to an American school. and I was going to say college. College is a good marker. No, not even college. Like, my international school in Taiwan. Like, I think that change was very gradual because I, like, went into it, like, fifth grade to 12th grade so it was like very gradual and I was still living in Taiwan so that culture was like still very maintained but then like ever since I moved to the U.S. I think it's like the biggest shift in like how I communicate with my parents like how much they know about my life and like how much there's like a cultural gap of like how we even communicate and like what we believe in so I think that's like the gist of it yeah how about you? I think I, like, I had a very complicated relationship with my mom when I was younger. Um, like, I think we really hit our sweet spot. I, I would say junior year of college is when we hit our sweet spot. Um, and, like, our sweet spot being, like, we're also, like, not besties. I don't think I could be besties with my parents. I think, like, I think the besties relationship with your parents is, like, a very westernized concept. Um, it like, is. My friend was telling me about how he, like, smokes weed with his dad and I was just genuinely blown away like I feel like my mom would be okay to know that like oh he like smoked me once in college like I don't think she would freak out but like I could never imagine like sitting down in a room with my mom and like right. smoking like that's wild because I think it's not like in that sense but I will say like I feel better like communicating to her now um I will say my mom is also like your mom it's like the selective listening thing so I don't think I mean, she doesn't even know that I'm dating someone, so that kind of tells you. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I, I feel like I just, I, I keep certain parts of my life, like, private. Um, but I will say I think I talk to her about a lot more stuff now. Um, even if her ideals are very different from mine, I think she's kind of grown to understand that, like, we're just not going to have the same values on some things, partly because I think she spent most of her life in China and I spent most of my life, like, in the Western world. So that's kind of bound to happen. Um, but I think, like, before that, because we, like, immigrated when I was, what, I think I was, like, 10, 11, I think because when I immigrated, we follow, like, the very, I think, like, it's a pretty common model of, like, dad stays in Asia to make money and the mom, like, brings up the kid. So I had, like, a lot of alone time with my mom ever since I was, like, 10, 11. And I think we both figured out later that, like, we have very similar personalities, um, where like we both have pretty short fuses not great on patience 
So like, obviously when you put two of those things together and like I was going through my teenage years, like that obviously was not great. And especially um, because my mom has like stupidly high standards. Um, So that also wasn't great. So I think when I was in high school, like we fought like pretty much every single day. I don't think a single day went by where we didn't fight. Yeah, I don't like, like I would say it would be a victory if we went like half a day without bickering because my mom is also not the type of person who like if she sees something she has to express it and let you know yeah like it could and she's like very much so I think likes to be in control or at least I think before I hit 18 she was like you're you know like a child like so I do have the right to do that I think she's gotten a lot better since I got into college and like when I went back to visit she kind of understands that like you know I'm not gonna like like, she used to have to plan my breakfast for me and she would be pissed if I wanted to eat something else. Like, that's how much of a control freak she was. Um, I think after I left for college, she's, like, okay with letting me do more of my thing. Um, but I think it was definitely rough, like, in high school especially. Like, we literally fought every day. We hated, like, genuinely hated each other. Like, like so much. Like... I was just thinking about it this week just because I have realized how much approval I need from my parents. Oh, the approval yeah. from your mother, I think, is a very yeah. big thing. And it's not the typical, like, oh, like, a good job, like, success in that sense. I think for no. me, like, my mom values a lot more of, like, how I present myself as a person or, like, my interests, that like, too. my appearance, like, like, the physical. All, like, how I dress and stuff. And so I think... How you... Oh, my God. The how you dress is so yeah. big. Like, I think whenever I go back, my mom will, like, see an outfit and she'll be like, that's not how I taught you. Yeah, it's like, what are and you I'm wearing? Like, damn. And I feel like a yeah. lot of times, even here, and I haven't seen them in, like, a year, everything I do, I still think about, like, what would, like, my parents think? And, like, if I, they wouldn't like it, then I probably wouldn't, like, buy something. And that like, happened with, like... When I was deciding whether to get this tattoo and, like, I told my mom, I was like, I'm getting it. And she was like, no, you're not. Like, that looks like you're going to regret it. But I was so yeah. sure I wanted it. and But then yeah. because of that little comment, it made me, like, Did spiral it into anything? a thing and, like, feel like I was, like, not getting their approval or, like, they were disappointed. Like, it just went to this whole thing and I was like, wow, like, I really care about her approval. I think... I choose to not tell my mom so many things because I don't want to hear, like, the, the whole spiel. disapproval. Yeah. Like, when I first got my tattoos, like, I straight up hid it from her for, like, two years. And then, like, she was fine with it. But, you know, like... It's just the idea. I didn't want to... Yeah, and, like, when I dyed my hair blonde, like, she... Obviously, she fucking hated it, and she let me know. Yeah. Um, and I hate to say that she was kind of right... But I think they kind of hide under the guise of, like, if I don't tell you, like, the ugly things, like, nobody else will. Um, which, like, I guess is true, but I think the way they go about it, like, makes me deal with a lot of things in my life differently. Like, I truly don't think, like, I'm even close to, like, how I would be as a person if I, like, wasn't their influence, but... I mean, it is just yeah. part of life that, like, we grew up with their influence. But a lot of times yeah. it's, like, how do people, like, like make the breaking point was, like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm not. I'm going to do certain things my way, certain things their, uh, their way. 
Um, so I, yeah. I find that kind of like hard. I, I think it is really hard. Like, also just the way we were raised, I think. Also, I think for some like white people, it's very hard to fathom. And they, they think it's like abuse or like, what's the other word? Yeah. I don't know. No, like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think so. And then they'll say like, oh, you're just brainwashed to accept it. Like, I will say like I've learned what my lines are in terms of that. You know, like, in the movie, like, Evelyn, like, was telling Joy, like, oh, you got chubby. Yeah. I got told that constantly when I was Oh, all the time. All the time. And, you know, I started to tell her. I'm like, you don't need to tell me. I I did draw boundaries on that, and I think that's that's the one thing that's like, okay, like, you're wrong, and it's kind of clear that you should not call someone, like, fat. So I drew yeah. my lines on that, but there's so many, like, nuances with, like, other things that's, like, you're right, but, like, not really, but, like, you're right. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like there's just, like, there's, like, the, their takes that would be correct in a certain way, but then they would add, like, another thing, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, but that's not right. Yeah. Um, exactly. And it's just, like, too much to argue about it. I just think it's very interesting because, like, this past weekend, I had a small argument with my boyfriend, and, like, this kind of... Not the point. But I do think a lot of insecurities come from, like, the way I, like, see my parents' relationship and, like, their marriage. and like that's such a good point. Yeah, like, all the, like, problems they had. And I see the way, like, I see the way they communicate to each other when they're in a big fight. And I'm like, this is so wrong. Like, you guys are not talking to each other. Like, I feel like a therapist, I'm like, it's so obvious you're not doing, like, the right things to, like talk about things but then from their perspective it's like they just have like these like they're like it's it's, it's just it the works. it's just a way like, it's how it, it, it's it just is how it is. is yeah and i kind of noticed that when i was having this like argument with a boyfriend like the way i was reacting it's like i had a lot of valid points about like why i was upset but at the same time i like find it hard to like give in and compromise in these conversations because that's very similar to how my mom, like, reacts from, like, my dad. Like, she expects him to do all the work, and she just, like, stands her ground. Um, and I kind of picked up how I am like that, and I don't like that about how my mom treats my dad, too. Um, yeah. Just, like, little things I'm like, it's wow, like- I think I've learned a lot from her about how I, like, handle conflict. I was going to say, like, that made me think of like my insecurities like not even just in a relationship but like as a person Mm -hmm. from like how I was parented when I was a teenager I think my mom like realized afterwards I think she realized that she was like a little too harsh when I was a teenager because like I think I struggled with like self-esteem um because like when I was a teenager I never knew I was pretty it was always like you should lose weight so I like never thought I was pretty like, even now, I don't think so. And people would tell me, and I would be like, ha-ha, that's no, really yeah. funny. So I think, like, the way it manifests in you, it, it takes, like, years to correct. Like, I haven't even corrected it yet. Um, and I don't know if I can correct it within, like, the next, like, three or four. And I feel like it's really harmful because, like, it's just really hard to correct. And, like, even though I, I know my mom doesn't mean it, like, she loves me. Like, it, it's, like, five years of like not like unlearning which sounds like super yeah and it feels like it sounds like really self-conceited and like 
um, when I say it out loud, but I do think that all of that, I think a lot of Asian kids, like, definitely struggle with it, because, like, your parents, like, never tell you when you're doing a good job, mm-hmm. like, when you're doing something right. It's yeah. always, like, when you're doing something wrong, right. when you're getting communication, that you're doing something yeah. incorrectly. So, I think, like, a lot of us, like, probably look for validation in, like, the wrong ways, or, like, finding it an incorrect, I don't know, like, unhealthy attachment yes. types. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast I was talking about, I think it was, like, an interview with the psychiatrist who like specialize in like this like mother-daughter relationships basically and she was saying that like a lot of times we like people come to her with problems and they don't even realize it's because of like how their relationship with their like motherly figure in their life has manifested into so for example you are as humans we look for like gaps in our lives about like what we need so for example if like your mother is supposed to like protect you and provide like shelter and resources and if that lacks in your life you're gonna look for it somewhere else um so for example like you be in a relationship you i personally because i am just away from family i see my boyfriend as like almost family and like i seek shelter and protection from him um yeah so a lot of times people don't realize that, like, because you're lacking in one area, it's where you look for it somewhere else. Um, so so I, you, it, it would make sense if you want to fill the holes yeah. somewhere. It doesn't really... Yeah, and I think that relates to, like, your attachment style, too. Um, I would say, like, taking the quiz, I'm secure. But a lot of times when, like, things are shaking in my life, like, if, like, I was fighting with my boyfriend or, like, I don't feel good about, like, my friendships right now, then I would turn into, like, anxious. And I very much oh, feel, I like... Oh, I definitely feel yeah, that. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. what I've learned from, like, my parents. I think that, too. Like, it's also weird because I never saw my parents really together, like, since age, like, what, 10? So I think I seek stability, like, above all else. Right. Um, like, I think once I find it, like, I'm, like, I don't want to move. Like, I think that, like, the same thing happens with friends, too. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't, like, I don't feel comfortable taking new experiences. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm very, like, risk-averse. Yeah. But I remember specific times in my life where it has determined, like, how I've, like, like, why I do certain things. So, for example, like, I remember I was in, like, maybe lower school. I had a piano recital. And I was literally, like, crying before I went up and, like, on stage almost because, like, my parents weren't there um, to, like, watch it and they were, like, late or something. And, like, I think that has been, like, a common thing in, like, my, like, younger life just because my parents are so busy at work. Like, it wasn't... They weren't, like, the classic, like, tiger parents where they were, like, always at events, like, always... Like, they were very detached from it. And so I think that's why I feel so, like, insecure when, like... Or, like, not insecure. I think that's why I value success, like, a little differently and, like, why I seek approval from them because I want, like, their attention. That's so interesting. Yeah. Like, I always would tell them think... if, like, something good happened. Oh, and you're, like, and you have a little brother, too. Yeah. So. See, I don't have siblings. So, I will say, like, I don't feel like I had to compete for attention. Mm. But my mom would always be there. My dad, I think, never went to mm. any of because he would be working. Right. 
And I think because of that, when I was younger, like, I was always trying to get closer to my dad. Because mm. he was, like, the more fun parent, Aww. you know? Like, he would be, like, ice cream. And, like, usually, like, have a bit more leeway. Mm-hmm. Of, like, letting me do stuff. And my mom was strict. Like, she was very scary, I think, to me as a kid. But then now, like, now that I'm grown up, I find myself, like, a lot closer with my mom. Because um, I think you value, like, probably a little bit things that look differently. Like, she was always there when I was younger. Right. Um, and I had a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. There's piano, there's ballet, like, you know, like, getting me to all these classes definitely wasn't easy. So I think when I was younger, I definitely couldn't see that. And now I'm just a lot closer to my mom. Because she, I think she actually was at all those events. But, like, it's funny because I wish she wasn't. Like, I, I think I used to have, like, panic attacks before I went on stage because I was like, oh, my God, if it's not perfect, I would totally get killed out of the Right. Yeah. I remember this, like, chart that I've seen that's, like, a lot of, I guess, like, therapists use to show you, to, like, see how you are with your family. And my friend oh, told me that, like, so scared. it's, like, a triangle. Like, it's supposed to be like your parents and you but then sometimes like lopsided like it can be obtuse or like acute based on like how like if you're closer to your dad or your I'm mom i'm so interested to try therapy yeah you should i mean i my therapist didn't tell me this but my friends told me about like how her therapist showed her this and like how, like what it should it should be a balanced like relationship on both sides but a oh, lot mine's of times, not balanced. yeah, it is like one way with the other. And this reminds me, my yeah. friend actually did this like random test on me. Um, actually, I kind of want you to do it. <laughs> okay, I'll um, do it. Sure. You just need to draw. Like you just need a pen, and I guess you can do it on your phone. You just need to be able to draw something. Okay. Yeah. I'll use Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Like last okay. screen. Okay. Yeah, you just need to draw circles. Um, but can you just draw, like, a circle of, like, how you view yourself? Like a circle? Yeah, just like a shape. Like a circular shape. Okay. Okay, and then I'll draw what, like, your fan. Okay. Oh, interesting. Well, which one is, which one is you? Oh, so you think your family's separate, like two circles. Three circles. No, I mean like you and like your your family is mom dad separate. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. for me, I drew me as like a circle, and then uh-huh. my family like around the, around me. So I'm like part of my family circle. Oh my god! Yeah. That's so interesting. I know. So that's me, and that's my mom, and that's my dad. That's crazy. Well, I think it makes a lot of sense because we haven't been in the same place since I was ten. And, like, now we're literally in three different places, like, all the time. Like, like it's kind of together, because, like, it's kind of still, like, close in proximity, but separate. But you still are, like, independent and separate. I think for me, like, because I'm within the family circle, it's, like, I am part of family, but I think a lot of times, this is, like, what I've learned from therapy, too, like, a lot of problems I have or like what I get anxious about is, um yeah I don't think about myself a lot so a lot of like concerns I have it's family first and I think about them first and it's never been like what does like Felicity think in this situation so I think like 
I'm trying to think, like, I think I'm a pretty independent person, Mm -hmm. and I've always been very independent, so, like, I try to problem-solve first, First like, what what can Annabelle do in this situation? Like, I I think I only ever go to my mom specifically. I never go to my dad Mm. for issues. Um, It's always, like, if I cannot solve the problem, then I pull my mom in. Um, And, like, it's usually just a talk with her to see what my options are, like, what, what I can do in certain situations. But I think I've gotten very accustomed to, like, I solve the problem first. I won't involve them unless, and, like, not them, like, my mom until I, like, absolutely have to. And, like, that doesn't happen a lot. So, like, I, I, like, I think I, and I communicate to my parents separately. You know, like, people have, like, family group chats. Like, I don't have none of that shit. We don't have a family group chat. You don't have a family group chat? No. That's so interesting. I communicate to them separately. Like. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I will call them separately, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, I think I don't communicate to them together because when I was younger, like, when I was in high school, I was in trouble. My mom would make me, like, conference call with my dad. So I think, like, ever since then, I don't want to talk to them together. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think that I'm in trouble. Right. That's so fair. I've had this a lot of precedents that are set in our childhood. And th- I think this is very relatable to, like, a lot of Asian families and kids of, like, how your your relationship with your mom. Like, a lot of people from my high school's moms are very involved in their lives. And I could see how that has, like, reflected on, like, how they like treated others or like treated wait wait expand i want to hear more about (laughs) like i feel like a lot of friends moms are like pta moms so they are very involved in school their kids lives and everything it really depends on the situation but um so many families in taiwan are pretty wealthy and stuff and so like their kids like obviously learn from that and like if their mom is only like a parent mom or like doesn't really have a full-time job then they kind of expect to like live like that too and I don't want to say like the easy way out but it's like that's the default way of like treating others just like with money and yeah (laughs) yeah that's so interesting because I feel like my mom was like that Mm. but she wasn't a PTA mom because she wasn't I don't think she did like in school events a lot I think of the like Right. Obviously, I think we were talking, and she was like, "I would never like I consider Vancouver home. I consider Shanghai like hometown, sure, but Vancouver is like my my home." Yeah. She like doesn't consider Vancouver her home, so I think like in Shanghai, she was very much a PTA parent. Like this girl had like straight lines of contacts to all my teachers, which mm. sucked. Oh my god, like, that's scary. Pain, they would tell my mom. Yeah. Um, but like that never happened in high school and I think a lot of my mom's friends like always thought she would have trouble letting go but she didn't like I turned 18 I moved myself to Atlanta and she was just like like it was it was like she actually was very good at cutting it off which I'm like very thankful for now because I I think I wouldn't have liked it if my mom is still like yeah still like lurking around what's going on in my life yeah I see it in some people Mm -hmm. and it makes me scared yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do when you have to move out right I actually think me and my mom and my brother and my mom have, like, super different relationships. Like. Is your is your brother, like, a mommy's yeah, boy? Yeah, he's a think? mommy's boy. And I think 
it's kind of a <laughs> You're problem. Just like, yeah. like they're a lot closer, and I think, I think a lot of it is like my brother has like lost, like two of my grandpas like very young at age. So I think he is like a little traumatized by like losing a family member like so young because he's the youngest one in yeah. our family. So like I was like eighteen. And, like, 21 when I lost my grandpa's, but, like, my brother was what? Like, I don't know, like, 10 or something. He's, like, what, five? Yeah. How many years younger? He's eight years younger. <laughs> yeah. So he's Dude, very young when those things yeah. happen. So I think that's why he became so attached to my mom. Like, he will literally text her, like, every, like, hour being, like, where are you? Like, where are you? Where are you? Like, are you home? And if my mom doesn't pick up a phone call from him, like, he'll freak the fuck out and, like, start calling everyone and, like, to make sure she's, like, okay, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I think he is a little... Yeah. But I think he is a mommy's boy. Um, he has, like, time to grow out of it. Yeah, I hope he bit. does, How like... How old is he now? 14? 15. Yeah. 15? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what I was like when I was 15. I... I think 15 was, like, probably the worst time. Really? 15 to 17 was just... I actually thought... When I hit the ninth grade was when, like, just shit hit the bed. Yeah. Like, two strong personalities in close proximity with each other Mm -hmm. is just not good. Like, because my mom at that point couldn't hit me anymore. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm tall. I definitely got beat when I was a child. Like, that's not surprising, I yeah. feel like. Because, I mean, like, also lived in China. So, like, right. everybody got beat when they were younger. <laughs> Casually. It's, like, at that point, like, you, I can't get beat anymore. Yeah. So, like, it's the yelling. Yeah. Like, she was so scary. Yeah. 15 was, like, when shit hit the fan. To be fair, to be fair, like, I was a shitty child. 15 years are hard to deal with. Yeah. Like, I was a very shitty teenager, I feel like. I'm just, like, thinking, it's 15, like, how many, it's, like, what, seven years ago now? Holy shit. Like, every time I realize how much time has passed, it scares me oh a little bit. Oh, my gosh, bit. yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, where, where did the time go? Right. Okay. Well, like, get closer to rapping with the TikTok clip that I found. This was, like, I think the very first thing that I've read that I was, like, oh, I feel like an episode on this would be very, very interesting. Um, I think this was, like, literally everywhere on TikTok. Like, this is not, a, like, an obscure quote. Okay. Often father and daughter look down on mother, women, together. They exchange meaningful glances when she misses a point. They agree that she is not as bright as they are, cannot reason as they do. This collusion does not save the daughter from the mother's fate. Ever since I read it, I was like, oh my god. That's a bold one, honestly. But I could say that, like, everyone would say is true. Especially from, like, a daughter perspective. I think it's a lot of internalized, like, misogyny. Yeah, I agree. I think, when we were younger. And that unlearning, I think, doesn't happen until... That's why I think I have a lot of sympathy for my mom. So last summer, I feel like I mentioned, like, throughout the podcast, because... Um, this happened while we are starting a podcast, like, last summer. Um, but my parents yeah. got in, like, the biggest fight I've, like, ever seen them get into. Um, and a lot of it is, like, my dad would, like, tell me about, like, reasons for why he's, like, pissed off out of my mom. And there's, like, a lot of, like, family-related, like, history stuff. Um, but I remember this one conversation I, I had with him because I, 
yelled at him. Like, I've never, like, yelled at my parents. We've never really fought. And that was the first time I, like, raised my voice at him. And he was, like, so shocked and, like, upset. But it was, like, for a valid point, though. Like, he was, like, mad at me for, like... So he had a COVID scare. and He was acting like I was, like, crazy for, like, wearing a mask and stuff at home. Also, COVID back then just... Such a big deal in Taiwan, so I was just like, okay, like, you need to actually quarantine. He got so pissed off. I was like, why are you yelling at me? Like, this makes no sense. Like, COVID is, like, a real thing. (laughs) Like, you don't need (laughs) it. Like, it's not, it's not, like, subjective thing that we can, like, fight about. And so we talked about it afterwards, and he, his, like, reasoning for, I was like, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) Like, I... Yeah. don't need a man to yell at me and he was like but i'm your dad and i was like so, so i literally was like so why and he was like so shocked by how like westernized i think now and how i am very like don't yell at, like women like that <laughs> like because a lot of like family related like relationships i think my like dad's side grandpa was always like the top of the house like this is his home, like, everyone respected him, like, a very, like, traditional Chinese family, um, he always sat at the head of the table, like, everyone's very respectful of him, and I like, think, very typical, very typical like, structure, male, yeah. like, patriarchal yes. male in, like, Asia yeah. vibes, yeah, and he was, like, the nicest person, it wasn't even, like, people were scared of him, like, just, res- like, yeah, natural respect, just tradition, my grandpa, so my dad, like, wants to make sure, like, he's that way. Like, he doesn't want to be disrespected. Like, he works so hard for the family. Like, of course, he wants to be respected, which I think is very valid. Um, but I think there's just that disconnect between, like, I guess, like, the westernized way of thinking in that sense. But bringing back to that quote, um, a lot of times my dad would, like, call me and tell me about examples of, like, why my mom is not acting like rightfully I guess and like why he's pissed off at her and try to get me on his side like oh can you like tell your brother to like ask certain ways and not be like a mommy's boy because it's not good blah 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 like things like that he would like try to say all these things to me to like take his side almost and it's like I understand like if it wasn't my dad telling me this. I will, well, like I would also like think that way, but it's like the fact that I have to take sides between like my dad and my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Because I think my dad does that to me when I was younger too. Like when I, I would say, but that was way younger. Like, yeah, which is I don't know if it's like um, worse or. I, I would say, like I would say, it's kind of bad. Like I just didn't get it at that point. And it's like, just kind of ingrained in you. Yeah, because I didn't see my dad all that often when I was a teenager, right? Like, I think he would visit, like, what, once or twice a year, maybe. Like, I, I think I would see my dad, like, maybe a month, um, a year. And then a month, he usually, like, would be chopped up and stuff. Um, and, like, he'd be like, oh, like, your mom's a little crazy. Like, that's fine, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, he'd be like, like, like sideways jokes about, like, my mom's, like, behavior, which, Granted, is she a little extreme sometimes? Yes, but like, it should it have been to the point where her husband was like, you know, and I totally bought into it. Um, and I don't think I got it until I was like older. And I think my dad like once admitted to me, he was like, I always knew that like once you grew up, you would have been closer to your mom. And I was like, 
I was like, so were you, like, plotting this game when I was younger? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I was very much, like, a like a dad's little girl sort of situation when right. I was younger. But I think as I grew older, like, I am, like, very much so my mom. Like, not only do I look a lot like her, like, the personality aspect is there as well. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the things, like, he was saying she was crazy were, like, I probably have that at some point as well. Yeah. So... I think that quote, like, really, really hit me because I do remember, like, when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, she just doesn't get it. But now, like, I do get it. Um, And I get it in, like, a different way, almost. I think there's definitely such a big, like, daddy's girl narrative around, like, literally everything we consume, I feel like. It seems like that's the rightful way to do. And this, even related to, like, the Girl Squad episode we did where, like, women in general just naturally supposed to like compete against one another and I definitely see that in like mother-daughter relationships when it always feel like you're competing in some way or like it is a very patriarchal thing to a very patriarchal way of thinking in a family structure like the dad is always the top of the family and you're supposed to all just like do what he says or like go that way like even though like China, Asia, it's, like, matriarchal, like, it's, like, there's still a lot of misogyny, like, for a matriarchal society, there's a lot of misogynistic views that I think linger, like, you know that phrase, like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so, yeah, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, like, how, like, I don't know, like, how to explain it, like, it's like an if you know, you know, kind of (laughs) Like my Chinese, yeah, is not we're good not the that best. I can like give you one. <laughs> like I can speak it, but like definitions yeah. on like these phrases, I won't be able to give. But I think that's like a very, very big part mm-hmm. of um, the culture. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is like relevant in Western relationships as well. I'm just I can't speak on it. I both of us can't. Yeah, we're not, like phrase them that yeah. way. So we can't. We're not don't know how to elaborate on that front yeah but it's such a interesting dynamic and like asian community and like as more and more i guess like third cultural kids come up and like um asian americans migrate to u.s i feel like the blend is like even more now and like there's kind of that conflict that happens with like older and younger generations that just don't perfectly align so I think it's definitely interesting that, like, we have movies, like, Everything Everywhere that touches upon this to, like, have people understand, like, all these dynamics even better and, like, expose a lot of the flaws that we have as families. What a good ending spiel. I know. <laughs> wow. I like this episode. I feel like it's a lot. There's a lot. This is like us giving therapy, unlicensed therapy. Yeah, <laughs> unlicensed. Boating. Very much so. Yeah. Everyone, watch. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at yeah. once. Promise you won't regret it. Yeah, um, I should. I need to watch it again. Some people do hate it. I was just some like so it, overwhelmed. But... I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Oh my god, me too. I think it's on streaming. Like, oh, so. perfect. Great. Amazing.
So we hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next, see you next week. week. Thank you.